The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Dynamite! Here she is, Andrea K. Bonsoir, mes amis. Je m'appelle Andrea. Bienvenue au spectacle, Andrea K. Yeah. Uh, je suis dynamite dans une robe. How's that for a little à la française? That was pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Well, I did study French for five years. You know, you would think that I'd be able to pull a little bit out of my hat or out of my uh, coffee cup or out of my donut box. My box, la donut. Y'all, take a look at this if you're watching via Facebook Live. It's called the Big D, at least it used to be, before some people got in, uh, some bites of it. Thank you all for joining me tonight. I opened the show uh, à la française. Uh, in honor, out of respect for Emmanuel Macron. Hon, hon, he's in D.C. Guess who is here in the studio? Joining me, as always, is, I don't know how to say his name, uh, to a uh, DJ de Carrot Sticks. Hey, does anyone want Carrot Sticks? Get him out of here. <laughs> see, that's not exactly how President Trump spoke today to Macron. Did you see the press conference? No, I didn't. I haven't seen that kind of love fest since Barack Obama was down cozying up to the Cubans down in Havana. I mean, it, I, I mean, seriously, it was it was extraordinary. I, I wasn't quite sure what to make of it. I mean, I actually thought that the biggest bromance uh, that President Trump had brewing was with my man Bibi, because of course, who doesn't love Bibi, right? Um, now, some people today are, are kind of questioning a little bit of Macron's intentions. Um, and, of course, it's wise to question, at times, a French man's intentions. Okay. <laughs> They're known for being a little overly charismatic, uh, for saying all the right things in the boudoir, or in order to get you into the le boudoir. Um, and some people think that uh, what they're trying to get, what he's trying to schmooze Trump into um, staying in, you know, usually they're trying to get you out of something, like maybe out of Donzu robe. Um, in this case, there people are thinking that what Macron is all about is that he's trying to get Trump to stay in the Iran nuke deal. Clearly, President Trump uh, knows that he's that they people want him to stay in around the world, and he knows that he's really. For the first time in a while, the United States is at the head of the table, and we are leading. Not from behind. I never liked that expression anyway. There's no such thing as leading from behind. I hated that because what that did was actually implied that Obama actually did some form of leadership, which he didn't. When you're behind, you're not leading, you're following. Period. We now have respect around the world. That's what you saw on display. Respect from world leaders is what we see. We've got respect from France coming back to us. I mean, we, you know, we were disrespected by the French. Remember the Freedom Fries? Remember when the French disrespected us after 9-11? You know, of course, then there were people that were saying, you know, um, some people justified the fact that President Obama did not go over to France and walk in the streets after a terrorist attack over there. He should have gone to that. We need to we need to negotiate and be strong, peace through strength, which is what President Trump is bringing back. <clears throat> uh, I, you know, I'm not an expert when it comes to foreign relations, but I think it's pretty clear when you got this Iran regime over there. I agree with Newt Gingrich. I saw Newt Gingrich speak at um, AEI on the fifth anniversary of 9-11. And he's like, look, it's really simple. You don't have to be a foreign policy expert. All you have to, when it comes to Iran, you have to know one thing. We should take people at their word, right? 
And when the, and when the Iran, Ahmadinejad at the time, was they teach their children to chant death to America all day in the streets, in the schools. They're burning the American flag everywhere. They've made it their mission to wipe Israel and the United States off the map. So you have to you have to you have to trust that that's really their intention when that's what they're what they are stated that they've been about. So you had President Obama laundering what eight bills, eight billion dollars to funnel them, sets up this Iran nuclear deal. And you know what? I, I, I'm tired of seeing these pundits telling me that uh, that the Iran nuke deal has this element, has that element. There were elements of the Iran nuke deal that are still secret from most of the people in the administration. Because not only were there bad elements of this Iran nuke deal, but many of which were still kept secret that John Kerry negotiated on his own. Oh, by the way, I forgot. I got so into my French um, that I forgot to give out le number, le phone number of tonight's show. Oh, hopefully that song won't get me bumped out from Facebook. Um, the number for the show, if you want to call in, because uh, I put it out there to you guys about what topics you wanted me to cover on tonight's show. And somebody said, why don't you just open the phones and let people call in and talk about whatever they want to talk about? So I've got the I've got the, the floor is yours tonight. Talk back Tuesday, 888-344-1170. I'm curious of what you think. Uh, about um, you know the Iran nuke, nuke deal, some people are panicking, thinking that President Trump is going to be had here. I think he's got all the cards. He's got all the cards, and he's even got extra shoved shoved up his sleeve that he that he's willing to whip out. And so I'm not worried at all about that. I'm curious as to what you guys think. Um, this is supposedly the first state dinner in which a Republican president has held and not invited any Democrats. I, I'm kind of liking that. You know, I mean, why why invite? You know, why the why the phony attempt at bipartisanship? In fact, we've got that too much going on with the Republican Party in Washington, where you see, and and what's and the attacks that are going on right now against President Trump's nomination for the to run the VA is a classic example of it. So he nominates a former Rear Admiral to head up the VA. Ronnie Jackson, who has been the White House uh, doctor, the White House physician for three presidents. There's never been anything critical ever said about this man. A man who was the doctor on the field, as Mark Thiessen so eloquently described earlier tonight on a show. This is the man that when the helicopters would drop down to, to take people that had been on the battlefield, bleeding out, organs laying out everywhere. He was the man that was holding on to the heart, holding on, literally his hands inside the bodies, trying to save the lives of Americans while he was being shot at, okay? This is a man, you don't get to be rear admiral without leadership abilities. This is a man that's not been subject of any criticism whatsoever. And now, suddenly because he's been nominated by President Trump, after serving three presidents to head up the VA, suddenly out of the woods come these allegations that he has been um, overseeing a hostile environment, uh, you know, trigger hash- that, the hashtag MeToo movement, that he there has been drinking on the job, as well as overprescribing medications. All the perfect, vague, unsubstantiated types of allegations meant to smear somebody's character and integrity in order to destroy them all for no reason. Besides stopping President Trump from having his agenda put forward and any success. And who's suffering at the, at the result of this? Our military veterans. And who better to know 
have a heart for serving our military veterans and, and ensuring that they get the medical care that they deserve than a former rear admiral who literally held dying soldiers' organs and hearts in his hands in order to try to save their lives. I was one of the people that questioned whether or not he had the managerial experience. And I, I and then I got to thinking, well, haven't we had that? Haven't we had a string of bureaucrats with all this management experience already? And what has what has happened at the VA? But they are the worst example of of, an, of government largesse, completely inefficient, gross waste of of taxpayer money, unproductivity. We had a suicide hotline where veterans were killing themselves because they couldn't even get the phone answered. So maybe at least if we have a rear admiral, somebody who was charged and who literally tried to save the lives of these heroes on the battlefield, maybe he'd at least make sure the suicide hotline worked. We have tried all these bureaucrats. One of the things, the reason why President Trump was nominated and why he ended up winning was because the American people were tired of bureaucrats. They could see that our veterans at the VA, yes, there's 380,000 employees there. And you got to wonder, yeah, that's a lot to manage, but you got to wonder how with 30, 380,000 employees, we had veterans waiting six months, dying of cancer, not getting treatment. It's worse than the worst socialized medicine around the world. Why we had veterans literally killing themselves because they couldn't get a phone answered in the suicide hotline. And while that was going on, even after that was all revealed, we still had these same people responsible for the death of veterans under the care getting bonuses. Not only not losing their job, but getting bonuses. This is a travesty of what is going on. Well, and for years, Obama praised him, saying that he was, you know, the written reports about how great a job he did. Yeah. He deserves two stars. Uh, so if, if if Trump nominated him and Obama gave him all this praise, then he's got to be a good candidate. Of course he is. It's just like Mike Pompeo. They didn't have a problem with Mike Pompeo. In fact, when Mike Pompeo was in Congress, the whole bipartisanship thing, hey, 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 we're buds. You know, let's all go hang out with the Russian ambassador and have cocktails together. Then he goes up for CIA. He ends up getting, you know, nominated and and, um, and, and confirmed. Now suddenly the same people who voted to confirm him as a CIA director can't stand him, you know, for secretary of state. Which had tipped to Rand Paul. President Trump said that Rand Paul would come around and he would vote to confirm confirm Pompeo. And Rand Paul has said that he would. Um, You know, Trump, one of his platforms was taking care of our veterans. You know, the left loves to yammer. And when they push through Obamacare, no American should ever die from lack of health care. No, but who's dying from lack of health care in our country and specifically under Obama who did nothing about it? Our veterans. Obama did absolutely nothing when he found out how many veterans were waiting for care and dying. Did absolutely nothing. Um, So President Trump is trying to turn it around. And he had a meeting with Ronnie Jackson today and said that he was making a decision on his his future. He said if he was Ronnie Jackson, he wouldn't do it. Ronnie Jackson has said uh, that he will. uh, He hopes uh, there was a postponement of um, his meeting with the committees. And he said that he looked forward to rescheduling the hearing and answering everyone's questions. Um, But getting packed to this bipartisan crap, when you have these Republicans coming out and saying, oh, gee, you know, we got to hold off on this. We're hearing some sketchy stuff here. And, you know, we need to we need to get some answers here. It's just more evidence that the Republican Party and large the establishment of the Republican Party cares more about pleasing the Democrats than they do about the constituents who voted for them. And that certainly in this case here than care about the veterans. 
Here's something else that uh, got very little news today in, in regards to veterans. Um, according to CNBC, Trump has actually moved to cancel student loan debt uh, for disabled veterans. And this is great news. The Department of Education will partner with the Department of Veterans Affairs to identify disabled student loan borrowers who are eligible for debt forgiveness. This is some debt forgiveness I can get behind. I don't want to get behind any debt forgiveness from some 22-year-old who decided to take get to go to some Ivy League school and rack up $42,000 a year in tuition, knowingly and willingly, to get a degree that's worthless like women's studies and, you know, the gender, you know, uh, crisis movement, and then can't get a job in that and wants forgiveness for their debt. No, no, no. This I believe in. The article goes on to say such borrowers will be notified in the mail and will also receive a total and permanent disability discharge application, which, if approved, allows certain borrowers um, to erase all student loan debt. So I'm super excited for this. This is a great move. We need to do more for our veterans. We have an all-volunteer force. These people literally put their lives on the line. Uh, Many of them come back dismembered, disabled, like my good friend Ronnie Rayleigh. And, you know, it, it, it... at the very least, we ought to be able to allow them to to get the education they deserve. And if there's a debt involved, get it paid off so that they can maybe transition their lives. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to pick it up on the other side. Hey, it's Talk Back Tuesday. Call in. Tell me what's on your mind. 888-344-1170. Um, maybe I'll come up with some more French that I can quote when we come back from the break. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Imagine you are the breadwinner of your family, working six days a week. You have three kids who work hard in school. You live in a small apartment, making just enough money to get by. Then the rent goes up. You just spent your entire savings repairing your car so you can get to work. This is the reality of many in San Diego. Every day they walk a tightrope trying to provide stability for their families. For 30 years, Habitat for Humanity has been putting God's love into action by helping families build and buy their very own affordable homes right here in San Diego County. Habitat homeowners invest hundreds of hours of sweat equity to help build their homes. They make affordable mortgage payments that are used to build more homes for more families. When a family has a safe home they can afford, it creates stability that is felt for generations. With your help, future Habitat homeowners can build a better life for themselves and their families. Visit SanDiegoHabitat.org to learn more. 
This report is pre-recorded and sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. You know, one of the great challenges that prospective pre-retirees have is the allocation of their funds. So after some study and some time, Wells Fargo started the very first of what has come to be known as the target date funds, where people could select a particular fund inside their 401k based on what has now become to known as their glide path. So if you are intending to retire in the next five years, you might buy a target fund 2020 or 2025. Call me for your retirement planning consultation. 800-727-PLAN is my office number here in Mission Valley. 800-727-7526. You can also go to my website, theretirementprofessor.com. That's it for this edition of The Word on Wealth. I am the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. I'll be back with you right here on these very same sales network stations. Sacrifice. When you have children, sacrifice just comes with the territory. You sacrifice a new outfit for a new baseball glove. You sacrifice a romantic getaway for a summer missions trip. You sacrifice because you love your child and you want them to have every advantage. Let us help you lessen the sacrifice it takes to send your child to the finest private school in San Diego by half. That's right. When you go to am1170theanswer.com, you'll find half-off tuitions for schools ranging from preschool all the way to high school. And you won't have to sacrifice hours in the car either. Our partner schools are located throughout San Diego County. Chances are there's one near you. You want the best for your child. And here at AM 1170 The Answer, we're ready to help with half-off tuitions to private schools. Explore your options with schools like City Tree Christian School, Christian Unified Schools of San Diego, and Heartland Christian Homeschool Center. Visit AM 1170 The Answer or call 844-800-5757, 844-800-5757, or am1170theanswer.com. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back. Bienvenue to The Andrea K Show or the uh, oh spectacle, The Andrea K. Glad to have you all here with me tonight. Hey, you got something on your mind? Something you want to talk about? I posted earlier uh, today asking asked for topic suggestions and uh, one of my friends said, hey, I've got an idea. How about to open up the phones and letting people call in and say whatever is on their mind, whatever topic they want to talk about. So you know what? The phones are open to you. 888-344-1170. Um, you guys tend to get a little shy sometimes when it comes to the phones. You're very vocal um, when it when it's happening on Facebook. Um, here's a topic uh, that's on my mind right now. Um, seems as though Comey has lawyered up. Yeah. And who did he choose? None other than uh, former special counsel. I think it was Fitzgerald, the one who actually was involved when they decided they had to find out, oh, my gosh, who outed Valerie Plame? Oh, we can't, you know, we can't have the name of some uh, CIA operative, uh, wink, wink, uh, some woman who sat in the desk somewhere in in D.C. She was never, she was not some special ops, you know, um, intelligence. She, She wasn't Carrie, okay, from Homeland. Nevertheless, you know, I, I think that we shouldn't, you know, have people's, you know, uh, identity or CIA people's identity revealed. Um, but what was troubling about that was that they knew from the get-go who actually revealed the name. And they knew it wasn't Scooter Libby. They knew it was Dick Armitage. But they still put the hammer down on Sco- Scooter Libby and were able to get him on a misstatement. And he just now, recently in the past couple of weeks, ended up being pardoned by President Trump. The left was so hysterical about Valerie Plame that they actually hired that Australian action, a- actress like the poor man's, 
Nicole Kidman. In, in fact, she's Nicole Kidman's friend. I can't remember her name to, to do the movie. And I think the movie tanked as well. It should have been because there was really no story there. OK, they worked really hard to make a story out of it. The real story is the fact that after the left was so hysterical that this woman was outed, even though she wasn't some ops person on the ground. They didn't care that Hillary Clinton, with her felonious email scheme, with her felonious email scheme, literally transferred classified information that is so top secret that a four-star general, Patton, would have had to have a, 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 literally would have had to pass a lie detector test each time he saw one piece of SAP and she transmitted 22 pieces of SAP that included names and people had to be life lighted out basically at we had to have CIA operatives taken out of Yemen because of classified information that she, she transmitted and Comey let her get away with it and you know what I wish that Fitzgerald I would love to see Fitzgerald's office and his and his home Rated like Manafort's was at 3.45 in the morning with his wife shivering in her negligee getting patted down. Tired of this one-sided stuff. Going to go to the phones, though. I said this tonight was really all about you all. So we've got, uh, is it Eddie from Oregon? Hi, Ed in Oregon. Well, hi, Ed. Como ça va? Uh, How are you doing? I'm I'm fabulous. Como va tu? <laughs> uh, you, you well, want... I don't know much French, but but I'm I'm really enjoying this bromance. Are you with with uh, Emmanuel Macron and our president? I I think it's awesome. Isn't it? Isn't it, darling? I particularly loved when Trump brushed the um, dandruff. The dandruff, oh. yes. <laughs> a, a little, a little, <laughs> a little pecking order there. But well, you, yes. you know what's interesting? I I didn't have a great impression, first impression of Macron. But, uh, you know, his accent is great. Mm-hmm. He's very quick uh, yes. when he's been with the media interviews and very tactful, mm-hmm. very witty. Yes. And uh, but but I'm a retired Marine. Oh, two years. And uh, okay. I, I was in the first Marine Division. And my last duty station was Miramar when we moved from El Toro. And this symbolism of the oak from Bella Wood. Uh, really touched a lot of Marines, I'm sure, and a lot of Americans who, you know, the the fact that, that he seemed grateful that uh, so many, we've never taken any real estate from the Europeans, but right. a lot of uh, our men are buried over there. Yeah, and you know what, that's and, such an excellent point. And by the way, I don't know if you know, I'm the daughter of two Marines. And I heard that. Yeah, and my, and my parents say you're yourself. not a yeah. My parents say you're not a real marine <laughs> if you if you didn't go through basic at, at Paris Island at PI. Okay, so I don't know. Yeah, the sand fleas. Yeah, because of the uh, sand fleas. So I went through Quantico, and okay. uh, but but I uh, bless your heart. Yeah, I, yeah, I have some <laughs> sand fleas in a bottle, so I, that doesn't count. It. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean that's such a great point that you bring up because the anti-Americans in this country and abroad, you know, love to characterize us as being all about conquest. You know, is we're so colonial. That was so much about what Obama was about. He he was raised in this anti the imperialist colonial uh, United States, and that's never really but what we've been about. You know, and and you know what we've been about is we've been as uh, Major General Bob Scales. I've quoted him many times. I got to interview him on the fifth anniversary of nine eleven, and he said, "You look at all the strifes around the world since the United States became uh, was born, and the solution has always been." 
brought about by U.S. military walking the streets and providing safety around the world. That's who we are. And I'm grateful that we've got a Macron who who seems to appreciate it. Does he have an ulterior motive like most of the Frenchmen? Maybe. Uh, but I don't know. Wee, wee, ho, ho. But the funny thing is, I love my favorite moment was the dandruff because he is a bit of a dandy. You got to admit that Macron is a bit of a dandy. Well, he is, and, and no wonder there's such a bromance. I mean, I, I have to admit that, uh-huh. that uh, you know, the guy's got some ambiance. Yeah. And <laughs> but, but Melania isn't, you know, and the oh. media must have just they they they've the whole stormy thing has been really directed at Melania, and what a class act at the funeral oh, uh, with yeah. the bushes, and uh, and and the explanation from President Trump was, was very honorable. Yeah, he didn't want to be a distraction, and he would have been. Yes, he and, would have uh, been. You know, Obama. What, what an honest, transparent president. Isn't that unusual? It is unusual. And, you know, everything about him, my next guest uh, that I've got coming up after we go to break actually has written a book about the real Donald Trump. And I think it's so important because the left doesn't want uh, the American people to know who he really is because they, they created a caricature about him that he continues to, on a daily basis, break through and prove that's not true and they can't stand it. In the case of Melania, for example, um, you know, her beauty, her grace, the way she carries herself is everything that they wanted Michelle Obama to be and she wasn't. And, you know, when, in fact, today, when, when I put it out this morning for topic suggestions, somebody said, talk about how Melania so I'm glad you brought it up. They said, talk about how Melania has been so gracious, so classy in the in the face of all this and what a phenomenal first lady she is. And she doesn't get any credit. They slam her for her accent, um, for uh-huh. as though she's stupid when the woman fe- speaks five languages. And, you know, and then today I saw a headline here. She has, you know, she set up this whole state dinner. She actually was in charge of all of it. She in the middle of dealing with the funeral. And what did Huffington Post do today? But tried to show some image of her with some, quote, awkward hand holding moment with President Trump, always trying to tear down their marriage. And, you know, it's it's just shameful. But oh, yeah, well, look at Christmas. She transformed the White House into a winter wonderland. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. And Christ was the center of it. Uh, it, yes. it was amazing. I think it was the HuffPost then that made it sound like she was the uh, uh, the witch from Narnia in the Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, what are these people, where are they coming from? Yeah. Well, I think we know where they're coming from. You know what? I tell people, I have a lot of uh, liberal friends, and we still remain friends, but th- they cannot be won over. And, and I think it's really a spiritual battle. It is. And I think... That that this uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Lance Wall now, no. But he he actually wrote a book called The Chaos Candidate. If you get a chance, check him out. He's on Facebook, and he predicted, uh, prophesied. And I've always been, you know, it's, a lot of these prophecies are wacky, but he was spot on. And he's he is uh, the other day about a hundred thousand of us were praying on Facebook, and then we had all these breakthroughs, <gasps> you know, with Comey looking like a fool and all this other stuff. And and the the uh, Alabama football player that was yes. led of the Holy Spirit, he said on the plane, not a showboat, not into politics, that he it was put on his heart to pray for Trump. Their eyes met, you know, and here's hundreds of people, there's coaches and football players and hangers on. They, they met eye contact, and uh, he walked over to President Trump and said, can I pray for you? He laid hands wow. on him, and everybody else gathered around, laid hands on him, and Trump appreciated that. Now, he's not a perfect man. No. Uh, he's compared to Cyrus in the Bible, uh, who, who was used by God, who was not a believer, but was used by God. 
And yeah. so uh, when you look at who could take, you know, I'm a Marine and I, I held political office in Temecula uh, after I retired and being a Christian political office, you, you know, you get beaten up. I lasted four years and, and, uh, but, but anyway, who could take, uh, the constant beating from the media, from everything, and and uh, the the stupid uh, investigation that's yeah. corrupt by dirty cops, and yet he carries on. His wife carries on, and and so it's prayer that's lifting him up. But it's also he's getting victories. I really believe, mm-hmm. and and all the naysayers, Korea, he's yes. gonna God's gonna use him as as Cyrus as a cat to stirring up everything and we're going to get a denuclearized uh, South Korea but he's honest he says maybe not but you know what god can do anything and if you believe and i think trump does that prayer is powerful yes. and god is powerful uh, he claims that name then we're going to see some amazing things yeah but we are the enemies I, are never has anybody you know i was i never voted for obama i knew christians that did uh, I knew his background, yeah. but I hope and pray that we might have racial unity, yeah. having, you know, a black president. Uh, nine years ago, we had better race relations in this country than we do now. Exactly. Obama did just the opposite. And so I never hated him, even to this day, but I hated what he did to my Marine Corps. I yes. hated what he did to our country, but I, there was never animus. But I'll tell you, the 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 left and and um you know some some liberal christians too they hate him there is actual <laughs> there's actual hate going on conservatives I, you know i don't know anybody that hated obama personally what they hated was his agenda and they hated how he tore this country exactly. apart which was part of the exactly. cultural marxist agenda from day 1 he sought to literally divide us up and literally intentionally fostered hate among americans and it's shameful and we see we see the bitterness and the resentment and the damage that it it has done uh, to this nation and you know god bless president trump and melania and his whole family that didn't need this aggravation you know I, I can't imagine what it's like to lay your head down at night knowing that the full force of the united states government the fbi and the doj has is working in a deep state to take you down and yet he gets up every day and puts one foot in front of the other and does what he can do for this country god bless him i want to leave you with this um, read the book, The Paradigm, and, and I might actually um, repost the podcast uh, for that show that okay. I did. Uh, Jonathan Kahn, who is um, a rabbi who saved. Yeah, actually, I've read a lot yeah. of his book. I don't think I read that one. Yeah, and he actually says that President Trump is Yahoo, Jehu. And huh. he's, uh-huh. yeah, so he's drawn some interesting. Well, some would say he's a Yahoo, all right. <laughs> exactly. And so he actually he actually said that the blueprint for everything that's happening now, that's what the paradigm is. Uh, uh, and I had him on the show. It was fascinating. Ed, got to leave it there. I'm backed hey, up against the clock. With you. Thank yeah. you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. We are over time, actually, for a break, and I've got to get to my next guest. But this that was the perfect tee-up for it because his name is Ron Kessler, and he's written a book about the real Donald Trump. So stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. 
Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. The number one myth with a reverse mortgage is that you can't keep your home. Hi, I'm Michelle Cole, and I'm here to tell you that is absolutely false. You can keep and stay in the home you love with better cash flow and maintain the lifestyle of your choice. If you or someone you love is over the age of 62, call me today at 858-344-5998 and I'll use my 30 plus years experience in lending to see if a customized reverse mortgage is the right solution for you. I'll even pay your appraisal fee. That's 858-344-5998, 858-344-5998. We have a new home loan program for the self-employed borrower. You need to hear this. Hi, I'm Chris Tyler, self-employed mortgage specialist at Right Choice Mortgage. Being self-employed myself, I know how difficult it is to get a home loan, so we came up with a solution. Instead of using your tax returns or W-2s to get approved, we'll use your personal or business bank statements and use your deposits as income. No P&Ls required. This self-employed mortgage program will help you get a bigger loan at a better rate. Call now, 855 464 4774. This is not hard money. Rates are in the threes and fours. 855-464-4774. So if you're self-employed and want to buy a house, get cash out, or just lower your payment, call me now, Chris Tyler. 855-464-4774. It's 855-464-4774. Licensed by the BRE 01943736 and NMLS 1132583, an equal opportunity lender. Welcome to Geico's Motorcycle Meanderings. Oh man, this is great. I sure saved a lot of money by switching to Geico. I scored some big savings and now I can use their mobile app 24-7 for all sorts of stuff. Life just makes sense now. What doesn't make sense is if a highway splits, it's a fork in the road, then wouldn't the long straight stretch be a knife in the road? And then wouldn't a cul-de-sac be a spoon in the road? What would a spork be? Geico Motorcycle. Savings that make sense. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1919 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com. Com, promo code 1919. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. 
This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Bienvenue. I am Je suis Andrea K. We are celebrating tonight Macron at the White House. And no Democrats at the White House tonight for the state dinner. I'm loving that. What's really, what's it really like being at the White House? You know, I'm fascinated by that. I've actually got a friend at the state dinner tonight, Dr. Gina Loudon. Y'all know my girl, Dr. G. She's going to be calling in either tomorrow night or the night after to kind of share what it's like, you know, being there behind the scenes and and for tonight's state dinner. And uh, my next guest knows well what it's like, not only in the White House, but this particular White House. As I was talking to that last caller, and if you want to chime into the show, please do so, 888-344-1170. But we were talking about the real Donald Trump, at least our, you know, the, the contrast between the narrative, they want to tell us who he is, this racist, you know, ist, you know, homophobic, this and that, racist, misogynist, all the ist, versus who he really is. Um, so... I don't know him. I haven't met him. I know people who have. And Ron Kessler has actually written a book about it. And it's called The Real Donald Trump. Hi, Ronald. Welcome to the show. Or is hey. it Ron? Yeah, either way, Ron's good. Good to be with you. Thank you for being here. All right, so tell us, who's the real Donald Trump? You know, I first got to know Trump two decades ago when my wife and I flew down with him on his plane to Mar-a-Lago to spend the weekend for a book I was writing on Palm Beach. And on the way down, he imitated the nasal constricted tones of the old guard blue bloods in Palm Beach, (laughs) condemning his club, Mar-a-Lago, because it admits blacks and Jews. And he said, I want to be loved and I enjoy sticking to them. So sort of sums up Donald Trump. He wants to be loved and he enjoys sticking it to anybody who gets in his way. And for this book, um, I had really unprecedented access. I interviewed him at Mar-a-Lago. It was the only interview he said he has given or will give for a book uh, while he's president. And uh, I present the real Donald, which is very different from the caricature that he creates on TV, which he does purposely. It's orchestrated to get attention, to to, uh, be the center of uh, media attention every single day, which enhances his power. It makes uh, world leaders want to meet with him. It makes CEOs want to gravitate to him. I interviewed Norma Forderer, who was his top aide for 26 years. When she joined the organization, it only had seven other employees, and she really knew him better than any other uh, individual on both the business and the social side. And she said, there are two Donald Trumps. One is the one that you see on TV who makes these sometimes outrageous comments that I think uh, make almost everyone gulp, even his his biggest supporters. Um, and, and that is to get attention for his brand 
and now for his presidency. And then there's the real Donald, only insiders know, who's just the opposite. He's thoughtful. He listens. Uh, he's not full of bravado. Uh, he's very deliberative. Um, and that is uh, one key to the way he operates. Trump also doesn't want people to know what he's like. Uh, he likes to have this mask over his face to present this tough guy image. And of course, that tough guy image is very important. You see, you see the results with uh, countries uh, falling, falling in line. Uh, and uh, one thing he does, for example, is he will hand out $100 bills to janitors who are moving furniture. And I, mm. I asked him about that when I interviewed him. Why don't, why don't you let people know that softer side of you? And he, and he got sort of defensive. How do you know that? Who, who said that? And then he, he finally admitted that, yes, he does do that. Uh, another item in the book is that Melania is a tremendous influence. And that's something, again, that he doesn't like to talk about. Um, she will sit in on meetings she will summarize what others have said, and then she'll come up with her own strategy. I, I quote Ryan's Priebus in the book saying that her judgment is just impeccable. Uh, her political savvy is amazing. And she will, she will also give him articles, including negative articles. Uh, she's not afraid, afraid to disagree with him. Uh, as one example, uh, at Mar-a-Lago one day, Martha Stewart showed up and she asked if she could take a tour of Mar-a-Lago. And Tony Senecal, Donald's butler, said, sure, why don't you come back tomorrow at 3 p.m.? Uh, Tony told Trump, he said, great. But then later in the day, Tony went to see if Trump needs anything in the private quarters. And Trump started screaming at him, you dumbass, you should have scheduled it for noon tomorrow when the guess when the uh, club members would be here and they would see Martha and Martha would see them. At that moment, uh, Melania walked in and she said to Trump, I don't think you should be talking to Tony in that tone. And nothing more was said. Yeah. But then the next day, uh, both Tony and Trump were in the living room of Mar-a-Lago. Trump handed Tony $2,000 in $20 bills, would you believe? Didn't say a word. That was his apology. And I said to Tony, wasn't that strange? $20 bills. And Tony said, everything about Mr. Trump is strange. (laughs) Well, I think he's, I think he is absolutely fascinating. And I love the fact that he continues to confound the left and those that, that really want so much to hate him, you know, and, and they, no matter what success he has, they're looking for a reason to hate him. And and I love the the people that admit when he does that when they're forced to admit when he's done something well. You know, there are people right now that are being forced to admit that they were wrong when they said that he was some crazy man. Oh my gosh, how can you how can you let him anywhere near the nuclear football? He's just a crazy man who's gonna end up putting us in a nuclear war with North Korea and where are we at with North Korea? You know, they're they've you know they've decided to stop doing their their testing and they've even dis, dis, uh, disabled uh, one of their testing sites and they're going to sit down with him and you know uh I, I love that about him and i think he's endlessly personally professionally fascinating one of the most interesting you know people of our time how did you get you know i know that you've written many books and you've you know won quite a few journalistic awards but there's many people that want to have a meeting with him to write a book how'd you make that happen well i've known as i said i've known him for two decades i've been uh, really friends with him, although, you know, I, that doesn't mean that I whitewash uh, him or do a total puff, puff piece. Um, I do go into some of the missteps, uh, but I think, you know, he respects me. Uh, as he says, he likes my wife 
more than me, and that all helped. Uh, but this is the book that Trump fans have been waiting for because it does uh, emphasize the results, the successes, which are amazing, and and are of course downplayed by the media and and still are. You know, it, tonight MSNBC was still talking about what you were saying that he's a crazy man, um, but. You look at the economy, uh, unprecedented low unemployment rate, unprecedented black unemployment rate, uh, the tax cuts, putting more money in people's pockets, the stock market. And then you look on the foreign side, almost totally getting rid of ISIS, getting Saudi Arabia to go after uh, radical Islamic ideology, mm-hmm. uh, meeting with uh, the North Korean leader. The uh, Chinese have agreed to lower tariffs. It's endless, and this is just the beginning. Yeah, just the beginning, and that's one reason why they're fighting so hard to stop him, because he's actually doing, in spite of the deep state, doing everything they can with literally a silent coup attempt and an attorney general that he, out of loyalty, nominated him and and put him in the position, who then abdicated his duties and handed uh, the coup attempt, you know, handed the, the lunch over to the bullies and allowed this coup attempt to go forward. He still, look look at the, the successes he's got in spite of everything that's happening. And, you know, I had a caller call in earlier. I don't know where you are spiritually, but he's like, you, you've got to think that, the, that God is involved here in answering prayers. When you look at the successes he's able to have in spite of all that, God uses imperfect people. And, I, and I'm glad that you've written a book to, to share with people who he really is. The book is The Real Donald Trump by Ron Kessler. Ron, thank you so so much for being here. Thank you. Have a great night. Good night. All right. So uh, we got about a minute left. One of his successes is keeping us safer. I do believe he's going to get the wall built and we need it. You know what is just about 30 miles south of me is is the border. How far is the border from us, DJ Carrot Sticks? Uh, from here, I'd say about an hour and 20 minutes. No, I don't I don't think we're, we're are we 60 miles from Chula Vista, 60 miles from Otay Mesa. No, probably not. No, I think 45 we're, minutes. we're about 40 miles or so from where there is a caravan that has made its way up through from the southern border of Mexico all the way through Mexico and is now in Tijuana, TJ. And hat tip to President Trump, who said, oh, no. He issued a statement today. I told y'all basically not to come here. I have instructed my head of the DHS to not allow you entry into this country. We have the right to be respected and have our laws respected and our borders and our nation respected. Then the DHS, Kirsten, uh, I can't remember her, I can never remember her last name. She issued a statement as well. She says, if you enter illegally, you will have broken the law and you will be prosecuted. Then Jeff Sessions comes out with kind of a weird statement, but nevertheless, he says, the individuals and their smugglers ignored the willingness of the Mexican government to allow them to stay in Mexico. This is a deliberate attempt to undermine our laws and overwhelm our system. And that's exactly what this is. This is literally a Trojan horse at our border, not far from me. And let me tell you something. To those people who say we don't have any compassion because we won't let them into this country, let me tell you something. The average cost of a home here in San Diego is upwards of $700,000. A studio apartment is $1,700 a month here. They can't afford to live here. Let me tell you, TJ is a better choice for them. They can afford to live down there. They can get jobs down there in Tijuana. They can't get jobs. They cannot support themselves here. It is not compassion to them or to any, certainly to anybody here in this country for them to be granted asylum. And shame on anybody in this country who's trying to pressure us to take these people in. That's what this is. This is, this is a Trojan horse. It's 49 minutes away. 
49 minutes. Thank you for clarifying that. that. That's how close the caravan is to me right now. And I, I don't know. I've spent a little time. There Aren't there parts of TJ? Have you spent any time in TJ down there, DJ Car- I not, mean, not outside recently. of Oh, I guess, yeah, I have been down there. I mean, outside of Avenida Revolution, baby. <laughs> yes, I have. Okay. There are, par- there are quite a few parts of Tijuana that are nicer than some of the parts of San Diego where they would end up living because they cannot afford to live here in the state. They just can't afford it. They'd be better off staying. And that's why this is a that's why this is not about the Democrats. It's not about compassion on their part here. They're trying to use compassion as a bully stick to try to beat us up into taking them on. I think uh, the stats are that uh, upwards of 60 something percent of immigrant illegal immigrants who come into this country are on welfare. And they and they know that. And that's why the Democrats want them here. We're going to take a break. And we come back, we're going to talk about, it's back in the news, Cal Exit. These crazy, these crazy kids out here in California, they say, you know what? We're, we're, we're so progressive that we want to go far left of the rest of you 49 states. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. People who consistently do what's right can be hard to find these days. Larry Elder here, the sage from South Central, with my good friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows. Aaron, you represent this ethic. That's why I've recommended you to my friends, and they love the work you've done for them. Thank you, Larry. Coming from you, it really means a lot. You are one of the smartest people I know. So, friends, if you are looking for new windows and doors, take Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll take great care of you just like we did larry's friends and family thanks buddy for the highest quality custom windows and doors made right here for you call aaron at california deluxe windows ask about getting 20 percent off your entire order and one year of interest-free financing that's california deluxe windows 888 new windows 888 new windows he will indeed say your house can be covered with potato chips and we wouldn't crack one cslb number 774518 some restrictions apply andrea k here we've all heard about the new tax reform laws and the confusions they've created if you're planning on buying or refinancing it's a must to create your financial roadmap and if you need a guide let me introduce you to my go-to 
Dave Stapleton of First Choice Loan Services. You've heard of a certified financial planner, right? Well, look across the table and you will see Dave Stapleton, a certified mortgage loan specialist, a certification that less than 5% of loan officers are able to complete. Regardless of how much you have or have not saved to put down, or if you've been through a foreclosure, bankruptcy, or just suffering from poor credit, Dave has the experience and the knowledge to navigate you through the confusion. Dave has been leading families into home ownership for over two decades. So start your journey today and call Dave Stapleton, 760-815-8987, 760-815-8987, or visit the thedavestapletondifference.com. That's the thedavestapletondifference.com. NMLS number 248823. Psalm 127 verse 4 says, like arrows in the hands of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Each day with our children is an opportunity to shape and sharpen those arrows before we release them into the world. So how can we know we're shaping and pointing them in the right direction? Join Family Life in select movie theaters across the country on May 1st and 3rd for the premiere of the movie Like Arrows, a faith-based film about parenting with purpose. Like Arrows is in theaters for two nights only, May 1st and 3rd, and it casts a powerful vision for parents, reminding us that nothing is more important than having God and His Word directing our lives and our families. To view the trailer or find theaters near you, visit likearrowsmovie.com. Again, that's likearrowsmovie.com. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Bonsoir, mes amis. Uh, last night, I think it was uh, on The Andrea K Show, I think it was last night we were talking about Berkeley. Uh, there was a poll that came out and uh, people were, were shocked to find out that over 50-something percent of Californians, which has to include Democrats, and I'm talking far liberal, want an increase of deportation. They also supported President Trump's travel ban. And it's clear when you get inside the other poll numbers and poll questions that were asked that it's because Californians care about the rule of law and they care about the safety of this country. Tonight, two Dallas police officers uh, were shot, as well as a civilian security guard. Um, uh, The condition of the civilian is unknown at this time. Uh, the police are looking for 29-year-old Armando Juarez in connection with the inter- the incident. He is a person of interest. I don't know his immigration status, but clearly we know that illegal immigrants in this country are murdering, raping, and causing all kinds of problems. We've, we have the right to have the rule of law established in this country. Um, but in spite of the real issues that we've got in California where you even have 50-something percent of Californians saying, we, we got to seal the borders and we got to start deportations of the illegals. And by the way, there were sweeps, have been ongoing sweeps uh, here in San Diego in the last couple of days. These crazy kids with Cal Exit. In fact, I had the guy on my show a while back, Marin Nelly. Well, they've been pushing for this, and so far they've gotten the green light. California Secretary of State has announced that, that um, they are able to start getting... Uh, uh, I guess a petition signed 
Uh, they've got to gather 365,880 signatures of registered voters to get it on the ballot. And then if they get that many signatures, then they can get it on the ballot and the voters can vote to succeed. But these guys, you know, never have any proper explanation as to why they want to do this and what the outcome will be. When he was on the show, all he kept yammering about was that California is paying the lion's share of, of taxes. We're carrying the rest of the country, which is crap. You look at you look at um, the federal tax dollars that come to this state. You know, basically, we've become so much of a centralized government. We, we actually don't even have so much separation. We're not... Uh, we don't even have states' rights that much anymore. So that argument didn't make sense, on top of the fact that they wouldn't even have their own military. You know, um, I'm actually more along the lines of the movement that was about uh, dividing California into three states. You know, the issues surrounding California have to do with liberal policies. In fact, it's the liberal policies, that the mantra, so goes California, about the how California has destroyed itself with its liberal policies and how that's bleeding over into the rest of the country is the problem to the point to where the rest of the country is saying, hey, can we build a wall around California? California is the problem. It's not, it's not as though California is the genius state with all these liberal policies and things are going great and the rest of the country is out of their minds. We don't even make movies here anymore. No! My family in the movie business had to leave California because they don't make movies here. Because these liberals in Hollywood love to vote for all these liberal policies that, that uh, destroy their businesses and then they take the business elsewhere. And that's why all these action films are filmed in New Zealand and stuff. New Zealand, um, Belgium... Georgia, everywhere but California, baby. But speaking of Cali, I'm going to be right back here tomorrow night at 6 o'clock, 6 to 7. Thank you to my guest. Thank you to my caller. Thank you to my uh, guest, Ron Kessler. Thank you all. Join me right back here tomorrow night. Bonsoir. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.